Welcome. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and it's Monday, which means it's time for me to answer your questions about marketing, copywriting, business building, and more. Yeah, that's right, it's Mailbox Monday. And I'm actually gonna answer two questions about email marketing and growing a responsive email list today. So, uh, first things first, the question, the first question that came in says, if a list is not converting, even though you know it can, think giving up is the only answer, and that's from C. Okay, uh, first things first, I, I hope that you're like putting a little bit more thoughtfulness into complete uh, sentences when it comes to actually mailing your list. I'm sorry, but this, I mean, this is pretty much an unedited version of the question, and the prompt is, you know, what's your single biggest question or challenge about marketing and you know I hope for for uh, for your sake that your emails are a little bit more composed than your response to that prompt um, second question how to get your list engaged in order to know them better and release products that serve them best I have a small list of 25 all buyers of my product how do I increase my list apart from launching another product and that's from R and that one obviously much more composed. There's some background information. There's some great context there that helped me understand. I decided because both of these are very much about making sales and getting more response from your email marketing list, that that would be where I would focus today's episode. Now, I, I do want to zoom in first and say this is really a tale of two lists. So the quality of that first list is big question, right? They said, if a list is not converting, even though you know it can. Well, if it's not converting, I'm going to presume that this is not a buyer's list, right? So is it a bot list? Is it something where the person says, oh, I bought a list of all these people in this audience and I'm just spamming them even though they don't know who I am and there's no relationship there? Is it a scraped list? Did they, did they pull the information off of social media sites, etc., using some sort of bot, some sort of script that just gets people's contact information, again, for unsolicited email marketing? Or is it an opt-in list? So for example, everybody who has ever been on the Breakthrough Marketing Secrets email list has either bought something from me or they specifically gave me their email address in exchange for information about marketing with the statement that, hey, by the way, you're now on this daily email list, right? And so, the list quality is going to be very different across those different scenarios. Uh, somebody who who bought is obviously going to be a higher quality than somebody who hasn't bought, and that's going to be a higher quality. If they haven't bought but they signed up, that's going to be a much higher quality than someone who didn't sign up at all, right? So if you know this list is converting, but it's just a list of people who had a specific title on LinkedIn and you scrape their contact information, how do you know, right? How do you know that this can convert, right? What compelled them onto the list in the first place? And then, you know, in terms of is it converting, are you giving them more of what compelled them onto the list? Well, if nothing compelled them onto the list, then presumably, like, not a lot is going to get them to, to move and make a purchase, right? Um, because at that point, you're just spamming a completely cold audience. But uh, if we look at the second list, I put, you know, three exclamation points for the quality of the second list. The person says, I have a small list of 25 all buyers of my product. Now, 
I don't know how much you know about like direct response lists and back in the day of direct mail lists, there was there there's this this term of frequency uh, recency frequency monetary or RFM and basically the different leads on a mail list or the different mailing addresses on a list would be scored based on how recently they made a purchase, how frequently they've made purchases, and how much money they've spent. But in all of those cases, those people were much more valuable than someone who ended up on a list through whatever free means necessary or, you know, free means that that would put them on the list. And so this whole idea of a list full of buyers, I mean, I'll take a list of 25 buyers over a scraped list any day, even if that scraped list has a million names on it, because buyers are buyers are buyers. And you're going to make more sales by marketing to buyers than you will by marketing to people who you don't have permission to reach out to, right? So if you want more response from your email marketing list, the first thing that you need to establish is, is this a list of people who I actually have a quality relationship with, right? And so with the buyers list, I am assuming a good customer experience here, right? I'm, I'm assuming that they were, they're happy purchasers of the product. And uh, what I'll say is like list size really has, has uh, very little to do with how profitable it's going to be to run campaigns to list. I mean, if you have 25 billionaires on a list um, who all came onto that list because of some, let's say, let's say I run a, um, a family office, right? I, I run like, or I run like a private investment firm and I have 25 billionaires who invested at least $50 million each in whatever investment I had previously. Well, I will take that list all day long over you know whatever whatever other list you're going to give me in terms of trying to find more high dollar amount investments for whatever next opportunity right and so size really has very little to do with how much profit potential there is in a list it's all about the quality of the people on the list and you know this person didn't say that it was 25 really high ticket buyers although it could be it could have been 25 buyers of like a $5 book Obviously, that's going to be a different uh, profile than, you know, 25 billionaires who invested $50 million each. But the point is that buyers are buyers are buyers. And that tends to be a very, very valuable way to get people onto a list. So with all of that said, I want to acknowledge that we are talking about potentially two very, very, very different lists here. But many of the principles that are going to lead to getting more response from your email list are going to be very much the same. I like to think of email as a two-way versus a one-way communication, right? Yes, email marketing, for the most part, I am sending out emails and never getting a direct communication back from people. Um, and most email marketing that you do is mostly this, this one-directional communication, right? But good marketing is not just outbound. It's important to build relationships with your audience. So when I provoke people, when I ask people to leave a comment with my episodes, I know that it's gonna get a response in a different way. When I even notice how many episodes or, or how many likes a different episode gets on YouTube, when I notice that 
uh, a certain number of people open specific subject lines or specific, uh, you know, when they when they click through based on specific episode topics, right? There is different communication coming back from the market that's not necessarily people replying to emails. The other thing that I get is people replying to emails, right? And so this whole idea that there is this two-way communication going on, it's worth noting that if you pay attention, you're getting a lot of information from the market about what they're interested in. And by encouraging people to take different actions that amount to communication with you, whether that is directly replying to an email, which is a great thing to encourage them to do, or just asking them to click a specific link and seeing how many people click that link, you are building a different type of relationship with the audience, right? Uh, in, in some cases, even just getting people to click links is, is building a relationship where they take action based on your recommendation, right? And so think about this as a two-way communication. What information can you get from the list about what they're interested in? The other thing that you can do is ask questions. And it, you know this episode is a great example of me actually using this actually this specific question to get information. And I do have to give credit where it's due. This comes from Ryan Levesque's book, Ask, which itself builds on the work of Dr. Glenn Livingston. Um, and, and, and this is a, a, a deep dive survey or a single most important question that is asked in the context of um, Ryan's system. And basically you ask, what's your single biggest question or challenge about whatever topic, right? And you could send this out as just a really short email, especially if you got a list of 25 people, you could say, hey, um, you know, I, I, I know that you bought from me before and I'm just curious, what is your single biggest question or challenge that you still have, that you still have about whatever the topic is, right? And it could be the next problem that came up after they solved the first problem. It could be something that wasn't addressed very well in your product initially. It could be whatever. But what you're getting is you're getting feedback. You're getting communication from your audience about what's important to them. And um, based on Ryan's work and with some statistical analysis, uh, you can figure out that certain answers to that question are... Uh, signals of what people are most likely to buy going forward, right? The other thing you can do is, especially with a smaller list like that, where there is probably a slightly more intimate relationship, hey, I'm thinking about doing X, Y, Z. Is that something that would be interesting to you? Um, is Do you have specific questions around that? Um, it, what would be what would have to be true for that to be uh, successful for you or for that to be something that you would be interested in doing, right? Just pose these questions, initiate communication in a two-way manner with your audience in order to elicit what it is that they're most interested, what they're still struggling about, what challenges they're facing today, what desires they still have that are going unfulfilled, right? It's, it's about connecting with them and getting this information from them in whatever way. Now, as you grow the list, going back to something that I was talking about earlier, you use behavior as a conversational element, right? You're getting data about how people click, what people click on, which emails they open, all of that. And that is a way that you can get communication, including 
when you run tests, you could run a split test with two different subject lines, right? And it's gonna tell you, oh, more people open this one than that one. What can we learn from that? Okay, let's do another one. Okay, more people uh, learn, or more, more people open this one than that one. Okay, what do we learn from that? And then those lessons start to build on each other and you start to get a better understanding of what your audience is engaging with, right? And again, that's that's about treating this like a two-way conversation, even if your their primary method of communicating with you is data based on how they are they're responding and what their behavior is. Now, all of this said, if you want better results, not much beats adding new faces to your audience, uh, having new people join your list. And um, what I would say specific to the second person who asked the question said, how do I increase my list apart from launching another product? Well, one of the big things is find new people who would want to buy your first product, right? But the other thing is you might want to launch another product because uh, what's going to happen is you're going to have this cross-pollination, right? So people who bought product one may be interested in, in product two. People who buy product two might be interested in product one, right? And it could they could each attract a slightly different audience, but there could be, uh, you know, like a 70% overlap between people that buy one versus the other, and it's a way that you continue to grow. Um, so think about different ways that you can grow your audience. Think about Okay, how can I get people to sign up for my list? What problem can I offer to solve uh, if they just sign up? What problem can I offer to solve if they buy an entry-level product? What problem can I offer to solve if they sign up for something that is a stepping stone like a webinar or something that's a stepping stone to a higher level service, right? But you do need to think about growing your audience because any audience is gonna consistently have people who are uh, we'll say aging out of it, but it's not necessarily aging out of it. It's like people who come in who are interested, who are in their uh, in their prime as far as their interest in being a buyer in that market, who then are just done with that market and who move on. And so always thinking about new ways to add to your audience is going to be extremely beneficial. Now, the one big warning that I'll have goes back to our initial conversation about the quality of the different lists. If you have this buyer list of 25 people, um, you know, speaking to the second person, if you have this buyer list of, of 25 people and then you start to grow a opt-in list of just people who, who want to download some free report or something, right? What you can expect is that that buyer list is going to continue to outperform at a very high level, right? So. Um, it, it, you may get a 50% response rate from the buyer list if they have a really great relationship with you if, you, if you gave them a ton of value. But you sign up a whole bunch of people who just want something free that you offer to give away, and you may have a 0.5% response rate on your list, right? It does not, the, the, the quality of response that you're gonna get from different levels of, um, buyers and seekers is going to be very different. And so you may want to consider as you go to grow your list, thinking about ways to, for example, make a welcome mat offer, which is uh, my term for a tripwire, actually with a huge hat tip to Ryan Lee, who I got it from. And a welcome mat offer is basically some introductory, you know, spend a couple bucks with us um, to become a customer in the first place and then you're on our list as well. 
And oftentimes the quality of buyers that you end up with from building out something like that, where you're building out a welcome mat funnel where it's you know maybe a low ticket offer and a higher ticket offer, that's going to uh, that's going to lead to a much higher quality list than just giving things away. And by the way, I'm going to include a link in the description to that as well. Now, here's some bad news, or maybe it's good. Um, what I, what I would say is just well, okay. Going going back to that first question, I think giving up is the only answer. Well, I don't know if giving up on that list is the only answer, especially if it's something that you got for free. Um, and and without actually getting people to opt in like if it's or not for free but if it's if it's something where you don't have a relationship with those people maybe giving up is the best option but i would say don't give up in general i would say test a bunch of offers test offers to get people on your list test offers to people on your list right but you need to test a bunch of different offers so you can run through like promo cycles like i do this product of the month campaign um it i basically teach the, the, the fundamental methodology that I use for that in my fast cash flow email campaigns training. I'll include a link in the description to that as well. But if you're able to run these consistent promos and maybe uh, approach each promo from a slightly different angle, et cetera, and just be commu communicating with your audience in a way where you're asking them to take action based on your recommendations, well, then you're going to end up with a lot more budget that you're able to reinvest in growing the list. And um, these, these offers are dialogue with the list, so you continue to figure out what people respond to and what people don't. All, all around, it just helps you out and helps you grow. So my call to action for you from this is to ask yourself, how can you use this? How can you use this lesson? Um, you know, to some degree, I would say that I did not break down exactly what to do. Um, but on some level, I also broke down exactly what to do. I mean, you need to be in communication with your list about what it is, what problem you can solve for them, and then you need to put solutions to that problem in front of them. And, um, and, and think about growing your audience at the same time as you're looking to generate more response from your current list because there will always be turnover. So think about how you can use that going forward. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. Check the links in the description for more ways to subscribe. If you like audio, if you want email updates, all of that, those links are in the description. I also have a few different trainings that I'm gonna to link to in the description. They're all part of the BTMS Insider stream, streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses, which is like Netflix for, for copywriting and marketing training. So I'll include links to the welcome at funnels to get new customers, a training called build your email list for marketing and sales and fast cash flow email campaigns. And if you have a question you'd like to have answered, I will include a link to ask me your question in the description as well. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I'm here every day. I will catch you again in your next episode. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.